Thank you, Lord. He's a good, 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 and, and good, good, good. You know, they really you just wouldn't stop there, right? You just keep putting O's in the middle of that and stretch that good out just as long as you wanted to, and it worked just fine. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Open your Bibles to 1 Corinthians 9. It's kind of where we ended last week, and we'll maybe kind of pick up in the same place there. I don't know it's the same same subject, but it's the same place anyway. Thank you, Lord. I don't know if any of you guys were like me, but whenever I found out about Word of Faith, the goodness of God, prosperity, healing, and all those things, I wanted it for me, right? I wanted it not because God was good, but because I like things easy. I mean, no, it's easy not to be sick, right? Way easier not to be sick. Way easier to have all the money you need, right? And, and, you know, I saw faith as a way for me to have an easy life, right? I could just believe God and everybody, everything would be hunky-dory the rest of my life, right? Isn't that, what, isn't that the way you guys read it at first? Of course, I, I, what I would do is I'd take scriptures and I'd pull out the part I like, like Third John 2, uh, I wish above all things that you'd prosper me in health. I'd end the sentence right there, though, <laughs> Right? <laughs> Right? No, we, we don't want the rest of that because the rest, even as your soul prospers, well, that, now there's work involved. All right? And, and, so, and so many times that's what we do because why? We don't want to participate truly in Christianity. We just want to have the benefits of Christianity. Right? And, and, and that's not what we're called to, Right? We're not called to that. Now, don't get me wrong. None of you probably did that, but I did. I saw it as, man, I can, I can have everything I ever wanted. And if I want to go to church, sure. But if I don't want to go to church, I still have everything I wanted. I'll be well. I'll be well taken care of. None of you guys did that, did you? <laughs> you know, and we, we get into this thing. To where if we don't get it our way, we begin to whine. Right? Let's, let's stop there. Go to 1 Corinthians. Go to 1 Corinthians 9. Let's start about verse 19. Verse 19. Did I say 1 Corinthians? Yeah, that's what I meant too. Yeah. For though I be free from all men, in other words, though I can do whatever I want, Yet I've made myself a servant unto all that I might gain the more. Glory to God. <laughs> you guys ever look, read about Paul? Now here's another I'm telling myself again. I remember we started teaching Bible studies. I started reading a lot about Paul and looking at his life. And I kept looking for what he did wrong to have to go through all the stuff he went through. Because I didn't want to go through it, right? <laughs> So I'm thinking, well, Paul had to do something wrong because this is the easy life, right? There's nothing involved in this faith stuff. We just got to believe and jump over every hurdle because we can and no problems and nothing's going to get in your way and you can catch it before it does. And, and I look at Paul and I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I don't get it, God. Paul never counted any of those things hard, right? You, you never see him whining and crying, right? Paul never whined and cried. He, he did. He, he was. He, Paul. Think about this in, in Acts 27. He's. 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 First, he's arrested. 
put on a boat, told them not to go. They go, hurricane. You know, what I'd have been doing, God, do we have to have a hurricane? I'm already on the boat. Well, couldn't something else happen? Why do you let this happen? You're God. You can stop anything. That's what people do. Why, why'd you let this happen to me? You're God. You can do anything. <laughs> Paul didn't do that. The fact is, he just rode out on the ship, got to praying one night, and obviously he got in fear because the angel came to him and said, fear not. Paul's a man, but he had a good God, right? And when he got in fear, the angel came and said, fear not, Paul. And then he told him, he said, no, none of these men are going to die, but the ship's not going to make it. You know what I just said? Can't the ship make it? Come on. God, if the ship could just make it, I wouldn't have to float around the ocean. I wouldn't have to find a stick. You know, it'd be so much easier. Can't we just keep the boat? Lord, you're God. You can do anything. Right? Do any of you guys ever read like about Moses? And you think, why couldn't he have just went in? See, when we ask those questions, that's how religion gets started. Right? Because you don't need an God didn't even give Moses an answer to that question. He said, when Moses said, can I go in, God? He said, let it suffice. Let it suffice. And don't speak to me about this again. And, and then Moses said, oh, God, but you're God. You can do anything, God. Real participants of godly people who are participating in godly things, they're not whining. They're not crying. They're not finding reasons not to do things. They're not looking for excuses to, to not be somewhere or not do something. I mean, look at the next verse in, this, in what we're just reading right here. It said, under the Jews, I stayed away. Right? right? Isn't that what we do? Oh, no, they don't believe like I do. I'm staying away from them. I'm saved. I don't have to go to the Jews. What he said, I came just like them. Why? So I could go in. He was a Jew. He was just like them. He didn't change nationalities or whatever you want to call it. When he got saved, he was just a saved Jew. That's awesome. There's lots of them in this world today. Thank you, Lord. And going to be a lot more. To them that are under the law, I went under the law. What's he saying? I became whatever I needed to get to the gospel to them. Whatever. In other words, I didn't make an excuse. They don't like me there, God. I can't go to Jerusalem. There's beatings waiting on me there. Could I just go without the beatings? Yeah, he didn't even whine about getting beat. I know I would have whined about getting beat. I believe in myself right now I might whine about getting beat. We, we, we don't like trouble. We don't like problems. We don't, li- we don't like to overcome because we don't want anything in our way. Lord, wouldn't it be easier if I didn't have to lift my foot? Could, could I just float through the air? I, I'm tired of all this work of walking. It, it's too easy 
to, 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 not, to be a spectator. Christianity is not a spectator sport. It is not for spectators. It is for participants. It is for people who want to partake of every good thing that God is and walk through everything that God has for them to do. Amen? Amen? And that's what Paul did. I mean, we, I remember when the church first started. And, and, you know, you guys probably don't have flesh, but I do. They said, we're going to have Friday night for church. I'm like, Friday night church? <laughs> High school football's on Friday night. What? There's, there's so much going on on Friday night. Lord, maybe I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not called to that church. Right? Oh, 9 o'clock on... Oh, that's early. That's early. Their music's too long. Their music's too short. It's cold. It's hot. <laughs> How many excuses can we make not to participate? I don't like the way the preacher sings. I don't like the way he talks. He uses his voice up inflections. and I don't need all that. I don't want somebody yelling at me. They're yelling and shaking their arms. Stop that. I don't like the kids' program. I don't like the youth program. My kids don't like it. I, there's a mil- we can make excuse after excuse after excuse to sit in the stands or never come to even the stands and spectate. It's too far to drive. It's cold. It's cold outside. Don't you know it's cold? Oh, Pastor, you don't understand what I'm going through. If I, you were going through that, you'd be sitting home too. I probably would, and I'd want somebody to tell me I shouldn't. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. These are excuses to, to spectate, and many times not even from the bleachers. If, if, you're, if you're a Christian and you're not in the game, stay ready. If you're sitting the bench... Make sure you're ready. If you're the understudy, know your lines. Why? Because you're, you're, you're there to play. You're not there just to be a, a spectator. Right? We, we can become on the level of every person that we need to be on level with. If it's the Jews, we become a Jew. That's what Paul said. I become weak. To what did he say? I don't I'm going to speak to the weak from here. I speak to the weak from here. I'm not over them. I was weak just like them. I'm still weak in areas just like them. Amen? Amen. We're never going to come to a place where you've got it all. Or I've got it all. But we've got to be striving for it. Right? We've got to be participating in the things that God... That's what Paul's saying. He said, I participate in every area that I can so that I might win some. Amen? I'm a partaker of the Jews. I'm a partaker of the, under the law. I'm a partaker of the weak. I'm a partaker. I want to take my part. I want to do what God's called me to do in every situation. I don't want to have an excuse. Right? And this is Paul. I mean, Paul, he's still on the boat. It's shipwrecks. They get on an island. He's, he's, you know, he's got a word. He's seeing Caesar, right? So he's, he's still walking by faith. Right? So he's helping build a fire. Snake bites him. It hurts when a snake bites you. I've heard about it. I've never had a snake bite me, nor do I want to have a snake bite me. 
But I've talked to people who get snake bit and it hurts. I couldn't find the verse where Paul whined. I couldn't even find the verse where he said, Oh, God, I came all this way. No Caesar for me. It's poisonous. I don't even see the verse where he asked for healing. What? He was in faith. He was maintaining his participation. Amen? He was maintaining his faith. And as he maintained his faith, he shook it off into the fire and he kept going. And because of everything he did, he ends up in somebody's, in the, in the ruler of the whole place's house. He can get them uh, praying and they're healed. And he, I mean, things are happening. Why? Because he wasn't finding reasons not to participate. He wasn't finding reasons why he shouldn't be there. Lord, I shouldn't even be here. I should be, I'm just supposed to see Caesar. I'm not supposed to see a boat wreck and, and uh, snake bites and spend all this time on a, I'm not supposed to do all this. You're supposed to do everything you're supposed to do. What if, what if they'd have gotten in prison with Silas that night and gotten stocks and said, ah, this is it for me and you, Silas. God ain't helping us or we wouldn't be in here in stocks. You know? I'm human. I don't know about you guys. But sometimes I look at these things and I think, what, is that what I would say? Because it's not what I'd want me to say. But do we say those things sometimes? In our mind or in our heart? You know, I didn't say out loud, Friday night church. They'd have probably said, Dave, I don't know that you belong here. <laughs> Why? Because you know in your flesh when you're wrong, that's the time to stop. That's the time to stop because we have everything in us to participate. We have everything in us to go on and move over and overcome. You know what? We're not conquerors hoping we'll conquer. We're conquerors getting ready to conquer again. Right? You you ever see a winner on there, somebody that wins all the time? The reason they win all the time is because they went in a winner. Amen? With Through Jesus, we're already winners. Every situation we go into, we're participating as a winner. We're not waiting to win. We're participating as a winner. If we will participate, which is why the devil doesn't want us to. He doesn't want you to serve. Parking lot team, oh my. It's cold out there. Oh, it's hot out there. I don't want to be an usher. They walk back and forth every time somebody goes to the restroom. My goodness, I'll be worn out by the time service is over. There's always a reason to sit at home. There's always a reason to sit in a chair. I was going to say a pew. A pew or a chair. There's always a reason not to. Well, I got kids. I got. You don't understand. I got kids. I got to... You know, my first priorities to my kids. First priorities to your kids? Really? Seek ye first the kingdom of your kids and all these things will be added unto you. I had a kid when we started this ministry. We started working in this ministry. And guess what? She came with us. <laughs> Why? Because that's the most love I could give her. Come with us. Do what we do. Amen? 
Yeah, but sometimes they just need to get to bed. You know what? Whatever you're, whatever you're fine with. You know, I know I'm going to step on somebody's toe eventually. I don't like that preacher. He talks about things I don't like. <laughs> I just want me to participate. And then I want you guys to participate with me. Amen? Amen. I want us all to, to fulfill the call that God's put on our lives. And it's to do something. To do something somewhere for God. It, and, and it doesn't stop. When we, this is training right here. This is exercise. To go and be. Right? It's easy to participate in church. You know what? You can raise your hand saying say hallelujah all you want in church. What are you going to do outside of church? People say, well, I can't do that at my workplace. You can love. You can be kind. You can show mercy. Huh? You can pray. Well, no, they won't let me pray. You don't have to pray. Oh, Lord, I pray for them. The heathens going to hell. Help them. Save them. They're awful people. Yeah, I wouldn't let you pray in my business either. Guess what? You can pray without them even hearing you. And believe God for them. Amen? Our participation in this is necessary for us. Not for God. He'll get the job done. He lets us participate. He gives us things to do. He shows us places to be. He says, he says go there and minister to those people. And I say, Lord, I'm not anything like them. Become like them. Right? To the weak, I became weak. I can become all things to all men so that I, by all means, would win some. Amen? What's that mean? Not everybody's going to like me? Oh, if they're not all going to like me, forget it. I can't be unliked. (laughs) You probably don't need to be on the world at this point then. Somebody unlikes you. Right? Glory to God. We better move on. That's way more than I thought about on that. The Lord helps us. Amen? What verse do we stop at? Go to the next one after that one anyway. There you go. That I might gain some that are without the law. Verse 22. To the weak I became weak that I might gain the weak. I made all things to all men that I, by, that I might by all means save some. Now do me a favor in the next bit of verses. Go to the Amplified Bible in verse 23. It said, And I do this for the sake of the good news, the gospel, in order that I may become a participator. What's he saying? He's saying, I'm doing this so that I can participate in the good news. I'm participating in sharing it with you, with them. I'm in sharing with its blessing. What's he saying? I'm doing all this. I'm, I'm bringing myself to these places, to these moments, and I'm doing these things no matter what the cost. No matter what I'm going to go through. I mean, this is a guy that had, was whipped and stoned, and, and I can't find a verse where he whined. He did not belong to the first church of wine a lot. Right? And, and he wasn't looking for the second church of the baby bear. Because wasn't it the baby bear that everything was just right? If it's not just right, I can't go there. Right? Those seats aren't comfortable enough. They turn the air conditioner up and down. 
Here's some. <laughs> the devil will find reasons. He'll, I don't like where they set me. I don't like who they set me with. I don't, anytime you hear I don't, just if you see I in front of the sentence, say just change it right then and say, I should shut up. <laughs> and I should follow God. And I will participate willingly. That's what Paul did. He willingly participated in everything God gave him to do. Thank you, Lord. Aren't you glad that Jesus willingly participated in everything God gave him to do? And he, and he still said, the, the spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. God, if you can, is there anything, any other way? But not my will. Well, I'm going to participate no matter what in your will. Amen? Uh, and, and because of Him, now we can partake of, of salvation, of, of cleansing, of forgiveness. Amen? We can not only partake of it, we can now give it. Amen? Which is participating. Oh, I can't love them. Yes, you can. I, I'll never forgive them. Yes, you will. Why? Because you're a participator. And to participate as a Christian... That's what we do because we can. Other people can't. They're, they're not lying. When they say, I can't forgive them, they really can't. You know why? Because they don't have love. It takes love to forgive. And without God, they don't have love. They have no ability to do that. Amen? Keep going. This will be a two-parter for sure. <clears throat> do you not know... That in a race, all runners compete. All runners what? Participate. Every person that runs in a race participates. Right? But some are unwilling participants. If I were in a race jogging, I would probably be an unwilling participant. Right? Now, say I was in an eating race. Might be a totally different thing. Right? Or maybe I was in a how much football can you watch in one day race? I think I could willingly participate in that. Amen? Right? Or how long can I sit in my chair without getting up? I think I could be good at that. Right? <laughs> but what's he saying? He's saying everybody competes, but only one wins. Which one wins? The one that trains to win. The, the one, that, the one that, that, that reaches out and presses in to obtain, to take hold of. The one that, that looks furthest to, to the prize. Amen? Paul always had a goal. He always had an aim. He always was going to achieve something. He was never, he was never without something to, to shoot for. And Paul was like that before he got saved. I mean, Paul... When he was not a Christian, when he was Saul, he was mean as a rattlesnake, but he was following the God he knew. Amen? And he was doing it with all his heart. He was a very willing participant in that religion, if you will. So so God already knew what kind of heart he had. You know, people say, well, he can't use you. You're an addict. Well, as soon as you're saved, you'll be an addict for the Lord. He can use you a lot. 
Amen. He, he can use people that go over the top on anything. They just got to go over the top for him. Amen. Amen. Fact is, he can use them sometimes a lot more than those people that say, look at me. I did it all right. I've been good all my life. (laughs) I've never done anything wrong. Who is that, by the way? (laughs) Jesus, exactly. That's exactly right. God, God uses people that are on fire. He uses people that want to participate and not just want to be a, sit, in the, sit there and, and be a part. You know, he wants somebody that wants to play in the game, right? If you're sitting on the bench, sit on the edge of it. Be waiting. In fact, is if they don't make you sit on the bench, stand up next to the coach. Let them know you want to play. Amen? Don't, don't be somebody that sits back and waits to see if it's something you like. Oh, I'd go in the game. Oh, you just want me to be on defense? No, I don't do defense. No, I'm offense, offensive. You, know, you want to participate? What, what part of the body of Christ do you not want to participate in or as? Whatever part he'll give you. Amen? And when we despise that, whether it's in the church or outside of the church, then we're, an un, we're unwilling, and usually we don't participate. But even if we do, we'll never get anything out of it. I remember when we were called to the church before this one, and it was denominational. And when I went in there, I said, well, I'll go, God. Right? Because my mom wants me to come to church with her, which is good. I got to spend church with her before she went on to heaven. It was nice. That's not why I went there. It's not at all why I went there. I went there because that's where God wanted me. And had I not went there and got rid of my attitude, I would have never got some of the things I got and, and, and made some of the connections that I still have to this day. People say, yeah, but how could you be friends with them? They don't believe what you believe. They believe everything I believe. They just don't believe all the things I believe. And now a lot of them do. Why? Because I got around them. Right? Willingly. At first, I was there to critique the pastor. Mm, that's not right. <laughs> well, might as well just shut your Bible then. If he, if he didn't say the first sentence right, he's sure not going to say the rest of it, right? So let's just quit. Amen? If we're going to be a part, let's be a part. Let's jump in with all our heart. Let's jump in with all our soul, with all our strength, with all our resources, everything that we are. That's what Paul did. He gave everything he had to the ministry. Amen? What verse were we on? Yeah, go to the next one then. Now, every athlete that goes into training conducts himself temperately and restricts himself in all things. Well, they get out too late, and that messes with my lunch. Now, how temperate's that? You can't even restrict yourself from lunch. Well, I've got to have that second helping of mashed potatoes. I might not get it. Temperate. Temperance is, is its self-restraint. And what's he saying? He's saying, restrain your flesh. It doesn't need its wife. You know what your flesh needs to hear all the time? No. Exactly. No. Are we going to do this? No. Well, let's do this. No. Let's sleep in this Sunday. No. None of your flesh ever says that, does it? Well, it wouldn't say that to, the, to, to you, would they, Brother Dave? My flesh says it every day. Not just Sunday. Let's sleep a little longer. 
Maybe you don't need to shower this week. You could get an extra 15 minutes. <laughs> it's a good thing I can't wake up without a shower. <laughs> That's one thing my flesh can't do. <laughs> but we got to practice self-restraint. What is self-restraint? Self-restraint is not letting your flesh have your way, but also letting your spirit have its way. You got to do both because they both take self-restraint. You got to say no to this and yes to this. Amen? Because you don't want to just sit there, you want to do. You don't want to just be, you want to do. Amen? The things that we're called to do, you have to have self-restraint to do because you've got a choice not to be hateful and yes to love. Amen? Not to be mean, yes to be kind. And, and what are you doing when you're being kind? You're participating in the godly nature you were given. You were, we're all given that godly nature. And in that godly nature, we can love, we can forgive, we can, we can be kind-hearted, we can, we can, we can have mercy, we can, we can give. Amen? And every one of those things is participation in Christ. Every one of those things. And, and as we do them, we'll find ourselves in places that we didn't think we'd be with the absolute right thing to say, the absolute right thing to do. Because why? Because you're now yielding to the Spirit willingly. And now, you're, now the Lord's working in you and through you to do things that, that you didn't even ever think you could do. I remember when He start, told me to start doing some of the things He had me do. I'm like, oh, no, that's not me. And he said, do it anyway. I'm like, okay. Well, I still did it willingly. Even in my heart, I said, I don't think that's me. But God said, do it. It's okay. Why? Because if God says do it, he'll grace you to do it. He'll, he'll give you the ability. Amen? Amen? Keep going. Thank you, Lord. They restrict themselves. They, 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 they restrain their flesh. How, how many know, like, if you're just a working out? You, so anybody in here lift or run or anything like that? Does your flesh ever not want to? Oh, yeah. Right? I, I worked out three more times this week. I'm on a roll right now. <laughs> I have to watch it because I don't want to get too much better looking. <laughs> right? <laughs> you guys can see that problem. But I can tell you this. Every night before I walked down, my flesh was trying to make excuses why I couldn't. Well, it's late. You worked hard today. You're kind of tired, aren't you? You know what your flesh needs to hear? No. You know, and, and you know what? You have to have self-restraint to shut it up and to go do it. Now, some people really like it. I really don't. <laughs> right? There was a time I did. But you know what I liked? I liked the only exercises that I liked. Most of them were laying down or sitting. <laughs> right? Bench press, inclines, you know, anything that you were laying down and sitting. You know, if I could do military, it's on sitting on the bench and doing military. What? Because at least you're sitting. <laughs> That's how we want to serve God sometimes. Okay, I'll do it, but only the ones I want to do. Yeah. Right? I'll help in the church, but only with what I want to help with. Right? I'll minister to somebody, but if I don't like them, I'm not doing it. Right? Well, if they're dirty, forget it. 
None of you guys ever did. You know, just talking about me. Nothing about you guys. You guys don't do that stuff. Every man, verse 25. Now every, uh, 25, the other. Now every athlete who goes into training conducts himself temperately and restricts himself in all things. They do it to win. I don't know what a wreath is. I thought the crown was good. Maybe the wreath's the crown. You know, I did put our Christmas wreath on my head one time, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it kind of looked like a crown. <clears throat> but to win a wreath that will soon wither, in other words, something that's going to fade away. But we do it, in other words, we participate, we, we keep our flesh under, we, we yield to our spirit, to, the, to our reborn spirit, so that for, for eternal reasons. Everything you do, every, everything you participate and partake of for God, you're doing it for eternal purposes. You're doing it for eternal reasons. Everything we do, every time we love some, put, bring love into a situation, we don't just change it at that moment. We change it for eternity. It, it didn't just make a difference right then. It made a difference forever. And if it didn't look like it made a difference right there, don't quit believing. They could still yield to it. Amen? They could still yield to that at any time. There are things that we are not to participate in, right? We don't have to participate in sickness, disease, right? We don't have to participate in hate. We don't have to, we don't have to participate in any of those things. But when we, when we yield ourselves to the Spirit of God, we, we are now participating in love and in peace and in joy. Amen? We're, we're now turning ourselves over and, and saying, Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Well, when you walk out of your house in the morning, actually before you walk in your, out of your house in the morning, because you could be used to minister to your wife or your kids. Right? <laughs> nah. <laughs> They'll be okay. No. It's the minute we step out of bed, we should become a weapon. A weapon against the enemy. Anything he had planned, anything, anything that he had planned for that day, we're, we're there to destroy Right? Isn't that why Jesus was manifest? But how does he manifest himself now? Through us. Amen? That's how he manifests himself. Glory to God. Verse 26, it says, I therefore, therefore I do not run uncertainly without definite aim. See, that's what I was getting to. Paul had definite aim everything he did. In other words, he had a goal. When he was in the stocks in the prison singing at midnight... He had a goal to get that jailer saved. Yeah. Yeah, the jailer jailer wasn't saved. He didn't leave. He could have left. He could have left. But no, there was a jailer there. And he needed to be saved. Paul had a name. He had a goal. He said, I don't beat my beat, beat. I do not box like one beating the air. In other words... When I, when I strike, I strike to, to hit. I aim to hit, right? Uh, whatever I'm doing, it has purpose. And, and it's purpose with passion. We've talked about that, amen? Verse 27, but like a boxer, here we go again. Is that the buffet? Oh, buffet. <laughs> Thought he was going to a buffet. <laughs> I buffet my body. What? Handle it roughly, discipline by hardship. What? I got to do this and be a Christian? 
Wow, that's real hard. Yeah, why? Because your flesh doesn't like to love. It, it likes to do the opposite of love, selfish. Selfish and love are complete opposites. And that's what your flesh wants to do. And you've got to, sometimes you do have to handle it roughly, discipline it by hardship, and subdue it. Not for fear. That's probably a bad translation. That after proclaiming to others the gospel and the things pertaining to it, I myself should become unfit to stand the test, be unapproved and rejected as a counterfeit. What's he saying? I don't want to lose my ability to participate as I teach you how to. Amen? I, I, want, I want to go forward and, and I want to teach you not only by word but by example. That's, that's, why, that's why I have to put... Paul had to put his flesh... Paul definitely had to put his flesh down. You're going to go to Jerusalem, Paul? There's beatings waiting for you there. God, am I going to Jerusalem? Yep, yep, we're going to Jerusalem. I would have to put my flesh down immediately. God, are you sure Jerusalem? Because I don't like beatings. And that can't be God. In fact, is that's the devil because he's the only one that would want me to get a beating. But Paul knew it was God and just went. You know, I don't, maybe I'm not going to say that. It's just too, that's too much speculation. Again, I never heard Paul whine. Right when he got stoned until he was literally dead, did he get up and say, "I can't believe that just happened to me, God"? I came here. It's your word. And I got stoned? What kind of a God are you? Do you know we got Christians standing up and saying things like that? That's not smart. First of all, many people don't listen as good as Paul, and they may have been in the wrong place doing the wrong thing at the wrong time. But if you suffer for doing right, maybe that's okay. Not suffer sickness. You don't suffer sickness for doing right. Sickness and disease was whipped on the cross. Amen? Those aren't the things that we're talking about. But if we go somewhere, and in this day and time, it's probably just somebody talking bad about you. Right? And we just can't handle that. Well, I would have ministered to them, Lord, but they started talking bad about me called me names. Maybe they don't deserve salvation. (laughs) Then you didn't either. (laughs) Right? We're, we're, We're not... God is not asking us in this generation, in this nation, to suffer much. Right? Maybe the air conditioner was a little too cool for you. (laughs) Suffer through. Because guess what? Your brother over here, he was hot. Right? So you're participating in the goodness of God for your brother that was hot. Right? Whoa. Wow. It's weird when you think of others, isn't it? Your flesh doesn't know what to do. Ooh, stop that. Your flesh just gets it all in a tiz because what's he going to do next? Love people? Oh, my goodness. The next thing you know, he'll forgive them. Your flesh doesn't want to do any of that. It wants what it wants. And it doesn't want to participate in the goodness of God. You can't just have the goodness without using the goodness. 
Amen? The goodness is to work in us and through us and for us and around us. It's supposed to be everything, every day, every moment. Glory to God. Boy, we'll have to find someplace else to go with this next week. Thank you, Lord. So if we're going to do it, how do we become a willing participant? Well, first you can see how not to become one. Romans 13, 12. I'm sorry. 1 Corinthians 3, 2. This is how you don't be a participant. In verse, 1 Corinthians 3, verse 2, it says, I, I fed you with milk and not with meat. Hitherto you were not able to bear it. Neither yet now are you able, for you are yet carnal. What's he saying? You're carnal. You want what your flesh wants. Right? That's why he fed you with milk, because babies only want what they want. Their only need is them. Their only thought is them. Right? Every moment of every day, me, 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 and mine. They are the seagulls on Finding Nemo. Right? Mine, 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 mine. Right? Whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are you not carnal and walk or participate as men? When we participate in our own flesh, there will be envying, there will be strife, there will be divisions. We're not doing it right. Amen? There's, there is a way to participate. This is not it. When you participate and, and, and try to partake as, as, as your flesh wants it. In other words, when you come to church for you, you're not going to get anything. Amen? When you only come, well, let me rephrase that. When you only come to church for you, there's a time where you need to come to church and, and seek healing. You need to come to church and seek God for things that are going on in your own life so that you can be used in other ways. Amen? But, but we don't want to walk as men. We don't want to walk as carnal. Because if you're walking as carnal, you're participating as carnal. And so your participation is only going to be fleshly. It's only going to be about you. Amen? And that's what he's saying. Where it's about you, there will be envying, there will be strife, and there will be every other bad thing that's going on. Amen? But there's another verse here, and all I've got to do is think of where it is. It's in all these notes somewhere. Here it is. Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5 and verse 6. It says, Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Do I got any children of disobedience in here? No. Okay, good. Because that doesn't sound like something good. Right? So if you were a children of disobedience, don't be a children of disobedience. Stop that now. Obey. There you go. So if you're a disobedient, all you got to do is start obeying and you're no longer disobedient. Be not ye therefore partakers. In other words, don't participate with them. Don't participate the way they do. Don't do things the way they do them. Amen? Why? Because it's the wrong way. He said, for you were sometimes in darkness. In other words, you should be able to recognize it because you did it. That, that's when Christians get where they can't be helped. I can't believe they just did that. Why? You did it. No, I never did that. You did something like it 
or around it or about it. You got flesh just like everybody else got flesh, and your flesh did whatever it wanted at one time or another. You were sometimes in darkness. You were sometimes darkness. But now, now are you light in the Lord? And then he says it. Participate. Walk as children of light. How are we to participate? We're to participate as children of the Most High God. We're, we're to act and partake and do our part as His children. And, and as His children, we have His nature. In, in us, we have His love, we have His peace, we have His joy, we have every good thing that God is in us. Whether we use it or not is up to us. You know, in all these verses I kept looking, it says, you put on, you do this, you do... He's not going to make you participate. It's up to you. That's what He wants willing participants. He wants people who will do it because they want to do it, because they love Him and they love people and they want to be a part. I mean, that's when I got excited, and I know you guys were the same way, but when you, we got excited about the things of God, it was hard to stop us. God had to sometimes stop us and say, no, that wasn't me. I know it looks good, but that wasn't me. Stop for a minute, son. Why? Because we were so on fire. We wanted to do something for God so bad that we would do the wrong thing even if we thought it was for God. Amen? We'd be in the wrong place doing a good thing. Right? Why? Because we were on fire. But when, when, when you yield yourself to the Spirit, then that zeal has knowledge. And it becomes fruitful in everything that it does. It begins to do the things that God wants it to do. Amen? It begins to follow and it begins to walk as children of light. You know, in, in uh, um, 2 Peter 1, 2 Peter 1, verse 1. Maybe we'll close with this for tonight. <clears throat> it says, according as His divine... Power, I'm sorry, verse, verse, go to verse 3. It says, According as His divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are, are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these we might be partakers, partakers of His divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. What's he saying? He's saying, he said, I've given you everything through my promises, everything through Jesus, the, the, the ability to participate as a child of God with my very nature in you. In other words, you can walk into any situation at any moment, at any time, and you can operate as I would. You can love, you can forgive, you, you, can have, you can bring joy, you can bring peace, you can pray, you can anything, whatever I would do, you can do. But you've got to participate in my divine nature to do it. And, and that's why he, he's, he's not going to make you, just because you have a divine nature, you still have a flesh nature that wants to take over your divine nature. Right? If it can, it'll put it completely under. Right? Because we don't have to go to church, right? We don't even need to go to church. We love God. Pastor's half time. He's not there anyway, just watching the screen. Ooh. Man, I felt that one. How many people sometimes just watch the screen? 
Do you know it'd be just like if I weren't here and you're watching the screen? <laughs> and it'd be just as good because we'd be all together. All together. Assembling together. Participating. You know what you can't do from not here? Participate. Right? Oh yeah, I'm participating. You can't do it. You, you can't not love God's people. And if you love somebody, you want to be around them. I used to drive every weekend, or she was driven to me every weekend when I was in my short six months of college that I flunked out of. <laughs> well, I flunked out for a reason. I was going to get married. I didn't care about anything else. I wanted to marry this lady. I was 20 years old. She's 18. It's time to get married. <laughs> not only was our spirit telling us, but our flesh was really telling us. <laughs> But every weekend, I didn't care what, how late. I mean, I'd go play football, and I'd get done late. There's a night game. I didn't care. I'd get home at 2 in the morning because I'm going to see her. Why? When you love somebody, you want to be around them. If you love God's people, you want to be around them. Amen? If you love people, you want to be around them. Even the ones that seem unlovable. That's the very ones that need the love the most. Amen? But the way we train in that is we come together and we love each other and we talk about that love and we talk about that joy and we talk about our good God and how good He's been to us and we get excited about the things of God and when we walk out the door, we've got so much excitement, we can't just stop. We just keep going. And we take it to the restaurant. And then we take it home and somebody calls and we've got to tell them. And, and, and we, we, we begin to hear things like pray for them. Give them an extra tip. Ask them how they're doing today. Right? You begin to hear things. Go over here. Look at that table. Just go by it. They'll, they'll talk to you when you do. Everybody, everybody, God does these things. Why? He loves people. And if you love people, you'll, you'll listen to Him loving people. So you can love people also. Amen? That's what we're created to do. That's what we're designed. That's that's our new creature. That's why he says, put off the old self, which is selfish and mean and bitter and envious, and put on the new man. Who's he created like? God. Because that's what you're born again into. And when we put on the new man, we begin to do things that we never did before. If somebody had asked us before we put the new man on, we'd have said, no way, get away from me. But when we put the new man on and they say, go do this, you say, yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me. If God says it, I love it and I'm doing it. Amen? Amen? And we don't make excuses. We don't find reasons. We don't, oh, I'm tired. I, I talked to somebody last week. I shouldn't have to talk to somebody this week. That's like two weeks in a row. Two different people. I helped somebody last week too. I shouldn't have to help somebody. That's, I got to give my money twice in a week. What's the deal with that, God? Now we want to do it. We get to do it. Stand to your feet. We, that's who we are. That's who, that's who we be. We are more than conquerors going somewhere to conquer. We are overcomers, not undercomers. Undercomers don't listen. Undercomers walk in the flesh. They're, they're under here. They're always, something's always wrong with them. What was that TV show that had the skit, the, the whiners? You guys remember that? 
Oh, I can't do that, Dad. Would we have to get up today? I don't want to go to school. What? I got to work today, honey. I hate work. Even when they said nice things, but I sure love you. (laughs) We're not whiners. Right? We're not excuse makers. We're participators. We're partakers of the godly nature. We can, through Christ, do things, all things. And we can do them good. We can, we can serve the best. In other words, we won't leave and say, I wonder if I served as good as I could. You served as good as you could that time. Let's get even better this next time. I remember when Mrs. Moore said one time, I forget for which meeting it was, she goes, man, last year was great, but we can do better. And I'm sitting in my chair thinking, what? <laughs> right? You guys don't do those things, but sometimes my flesh just tries to come up. Like, what do you mean we could do better? We did all this, and we did this, and we did this, this, this. We can. Why? Because God's gooder every moment with, with His light. We, get, we grow in light, and we gain light, and we can do better than we did before. Why? Because He gave us light to do it in. Amen? This will be a better, you know, you know what? Every week of increase, every greater faith. We've all, I've heard people say this, and I've said it. It was better this year than last. How can that be? Because God grew us. God gave us the, the want to. We, we yielded to the Spirit and we desired to do good things. And, and, and we yielded and, and God used us to, to be hospitable. Right? How many like that word? Hospitable. Glory to God. And as we were, and as we, and we, as we refreshed the ones that needed refreshing, and, and, and it built us up. And it should make us want to do more and better. Amen? We shouldn't leave, be looking for how fast we can leave. We should be looking for what we can do. And then if we are looking for how fast we can leave, it's so we can get out of here and do more for God. Amen? Glory to God, He's a good God. Aren't you thankful that He uses people like me and you and we're able to partake and participate in everything that He's got going on in the earth today and we can walk as children of light. Amen? We can cast off the darkness and we can put on our armor of light. You know who that is? Jesus. Jesus is our armor of light. And as we put on the Lord Jesus Christ, we become light everywhere we are. Don't take Him off. Don't, don't take him up. Where can't you walk in that armor? There's no place we can't go. Nothing we can't do. And operate, participate. Glory to God. You got a song? I'm gone with Jesus all the way. I'm gone with Jesus all the way. come down. Everybody pray this with me if if you want to, if you're willing. Say, Father God, 
thank You for saving me, for giving me a place in Your, in your family, for giving me abilities and grace to do Your work here in the earth, for letting me participate and partake of Your goodness in my own life and give Your goodness through my life. Lord, help me to see when I'm yielding to my flesh, when I'm going the wrong directions, when I'm saying the wrong things, help me to see it and repent and turn and talk right and speak good and partake and participate and love. Help me to be Your child, to be light everywhere You send me. In Jesus' name, glory to God. Glory to God. Thank You, Lord. Well, if you're in here tonight and you don't know Jesus, these people pray with You and you can know Him right now. If you've uh, got anything else you want to pray with, pray about or maybe you just want to shout, good shouters, they'll, they'll, they'll uh, pray with you to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You can have that too. Uh, no reason to leave without something you came for. Amen? People say, well, he didn't even preach what I wanted to hear. You need to be prayed for. You just heard a whole message on whining and you whine. <laughs> Watch it because that's the devil's number one tool comes immediately to steal the word that was sown. Amen? Let's keep our word. Let's keep that word that's in us. Let's incline our ear to it. Let's, let's keep it safe in our heart and let's let it be life and health to all our flesh. Amen? Glory to God. Sunday morning, 9 o'clock here. I know it's early. What a blessing. 10 o'clock, Sarasota. It's been good, going to be good, going to get gooder. God is good, and so good is what we do. It's what we have. It's just a good thing to serve the Lord. Amen? Glory to God. They'll sing. We'll be dismissed. They do. Love you all.